When it was getting late, his disciples came to him and said, It is already very late, and this is a lonely place. Send the people away and let them go to the nearby farms and villages in order to buy themselves something to eat. You yourselves give them something to eat, Jesus answered. They asked, Do you want us to go and spend 200 silver coins on bread in order to feed them? So Jesus asked them, How much bread do you have? Go and see. When they found out, they told him, Five loaves and also two fish. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Hello everyone and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. Well, today we are going to talk about meal planning Jesus's way. And I think that meal planning is such a great tool to use to run your home efficiently and to save money and to save stress. And we are going to use this Bible passage. I'm pulling this from Mark. The story of the fish and loaves is recorded in all four Gospels, but I liked the one in Mark the best out of my my Bible. So I'm going to use that one for today's podcast episode. And we're just going to break it down because I think when you listen to it this way and you hear the meal planning side of it, you're going to hopefully get a good little chuckle out of today's podcast episode. So let's start in the very beginning where it says, it is when it was getting late, his disciples came to him and said, it is already very late and this is a lonely place. When you don't meal plan, you get that four o'clock hit in your stomach where you start thinking, oh my gosh, what's for dinner? Maybe you're sitting in your cubicle. Maybe you're sitting at the soccer field. Maybe you're sitting in car line at school. Wherever you are, once that first thought of, oh my gosh, what's for dinner hits you, it's like stress time, go time. So going back 2000 years, they were already asking, what's for dinner, (laughs) right? If we had a nickel for every time we heard what's for dinner, we wouldn't have mortgages. We would all be living the good life. So meal planning is going to eliminate that stress at the end of the day. You've already had a hard day. Let's eliminate this what's for dinner question and mystery that happens every single day. By the time your kid goes to kindergarten, you will have fed them over 5,000 meals. That's like nothing. I mean, that's only a little blip before they even start school. So if you can meal plan, you are going to save yourself so much stress for so many more thousands and thousands of meals to come. Okay, let's take it down to the next thing. Um, Send the people away and let them go to the nearby farms and villages in order to buy themselves something to eat. All right, I hear you. You're tired. You don't have a plan. The, The easiest 
tempting thing to do, most tempting thing to do is to do drive through, go to a restaurant, maybe go to the grocery store while you're hungry and while your kids are hungry. <laughs> you are going to just make one bad decision after the next when you don't have a meal plan and it is going to cost you. Look at this. You yourselves give them something to eat, Jesus answered. They asked, do you want us to go and spend 200 silver coins on bread in order to feed them? This was 200 days wages. When we don't meal plan, that's what it feels like we're spending. When we go through drive through or we go to get wings or pizza, it's easily $100, you guys, for me to feed my family. The first month I meal planned, we saved over $700, mostly because I didn't have a plan and my husband, he likes to drink craft beer. So he would call me on the way home on Friday and he would say, do you need anything? Which was code for, is there anything to eat? Do you have a dinner plan? And he wasn't judging. He wasn't like, you need to make the meals, woman. He was just trying to help me in his way. And so even if I did kind of have a plan, if I hadn't started the dinner yet, it was so tempting to just say to him, can you just, can you get some wings or some pizza or something like that? And honestly, this was, it was a hundred dollars. My kids can eat as many wings as I can. Multiply that times four Fridays right there, $400. You toss in another couple trips to, we have Wawa here. If you're on the East coast, you probably are a Wawa fan. If we're going you know, to soccer for the weekend or lacrosse or something, going to games, you need to swing by Wawa for lunch. And that's another 40 bucks to feed our family. So it eventually feels like you are spending 200 days wages trying to feed people. And when you meal plan, you are going to have your budget under control. That's why I'm airing this episode after the budget episode, because if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed about the budget, the meal plan is the place to start. And a lot of times our grocery budget is our only wiggle room. If all of your other bills are sort of set in stone, there's not a lot of places to take from. So I know when money was really, really tight for us, it was always my grocery budget that had to be cut because it was the only place I had. So when you meal plan, you're going to be able to save a lot of money every single month. I would challenge you to write down what you're spending on food right now and eating out, including all eating out, right? If your kids are buying lunches at school, if you're buying lunches during the day at work, if you're hitting Starbucks, if you're hitting the snack vending machine, add all that stuff up and then start meal planning and tell me how much you're saving because it will blow your mind, you guys. Okay. Um, how much How much bread do you have? Go and see. When they found out, they told him five loaves and also two fish. Okay. So this is not my full meal planning course that I'm going to teach you on this episode. This is just a little teaser of like why you should meal plan and how to kind of get started. So clearly in this miracle of the fish and loaves, Jesus starts with what he is given. He's given the five loaves of bread and two fish. Okay. And this is exactly where I want you to start too when you meal plan for the very first time and when you meal plan every single time after that. 
you start with what you already have in your house. Why? Because that's money. That's money sitting on your shelves. That's money sitting in your fridge, money sitting in your freezer. So let's use it, okay? Let's not add more to it. So it might be stuff that you're saying, I don't feel like eating that. You know what? It's it's time to, to step up to budgeting. And the first month that you're budgeting, I also recommend meal planning. And when I do my comprehensive coaching, we do all of this in the first month. The reason why is you probably have hundreds of dollars worth of food already in your house. So your first month of doing your budget, this is where you can get a really good start on that $1,000 emergency fund because you won't be spending as much in the grocery store or eating out. So we're going to eat what we already own in our house. Okay. So that's what you start with. And just like Jesus, he had fish and he had bread. Okay. We have Google. So you might have chicken, you might have beans, you might have some rice, you might have some tomatoes. You can literally go into Google and just type in, what can I make with chicken, rice, beans, and tomatoes? And you'll get recipes. And that's where I start with my clients. Like we just start finding recipes and using up what is already in your house. Might these be your family favorites? Maybe, but probably not. But we're just using what we've got And then we can start being proactive about what we bring into our house next month. Okay. Are you with me so far? So we're going to start with what you already own and we're going to meal plan from that. Now, the other thing that Jesus demonstrated for us was keep it simple. Okay. They only had fish and bread. You might have a few more things in that but you don't need to be making gourmet meals. So when I say meal planning, it doesn't mean that this needs to be a big production, okay? Meal planning is you just know what you're going to eat at what time of the day. That's it. I always say keep it so simple when you're getting started because the less variety in your menu, the more you can be accurate with what it's going to cost you. So if you're pulling things from food and wine magazine for every meal, and it's like, okay, this recipe calls for $85 of saffron. And this recipe calls for this obscure herb or something like that. It's going to cost you a fortune. So what I recommend is keeping it very simple to begin with. And you can swap out meals as you go. And as you get better right now, we just want to establish the habit of planning your meals and eating at home. Okay. So, and also the more simple you keep your meals, the more you can stock up when there's a sale or you can, you can shop at, you know, Costco, Sam's Club, BJ's and buy in bulk when you know, okay, we have hamburgers every Monday and it's two pounds of ground beef every Monday. So eight pounds of ground beef. So you can go and buy eight pounds of ground beef at one time if it's on sale and you're going to get a better deal. All right. Because you're planning ahead and you know what you're going to be eating. That's really what I say. I would start with breakfast and find a simple breakfast that your family can eat quickly. It's somewhat healthy if you want, or you just want to put something in your kids' bellies and you're happy with whatever. You just make sure you have enough of it. When I meal plan with my clients, we, we do not judge in the beginning. If your kids eat chicken nuggets every single night after you've already had 45 minutes of a fight, let's skip the 45 minutes of a fight and let's just plan on how many chicken nuggets you need to buy for the whole month. 
That's it. Okay. I'm not there to judge you. I'm there to give you a plan. And then little by little, we swap out. Maybe it's um, boneless chicken nuggets that you're buying eventually for your kids. And um, so I get into all this when I work with my meal planning clients. I love meal planning. And if you want to get started one-on-one with me, I definitely offer that. It's a, it's a really fun thing we can do via Zoom. It's super easy. Uh, again, in all things, I try to keep it fun because why not, right? Let's make fun. Um, okay, so this is just your little intro to meal planning, you guys. I will definitely get more into this. I wanted to just give you a little chuckle with Jesus and the fish and the loaves and the multiplying. And I know sometimes we feel like we are feeding 5,000 people for 200 days wages, but it really isn't that hard. Keep it simple. Use what you already have in your house. And I'm going to skip down. This part wasn't in my intro, but um, after he feeds the people, then the disciples took up 12 baskets full of what was left of the bread and the fish. The number of men who were fed was 5,000. So Jesus even hits on leftovers, which is another great thing. You can actually plan for leftovers. So if you know that that's what you like to take for your lunch, um, my husband's our designated leftover guy. And I like leftovers for breakfast, actually, because because of my diet, it's just easier for me to have like, sometimes I'll have chicken and rice and potatoes for breakfast. I don't really think of it as breakfast food. I just think of it as fuel. And that's what I do. Um, but you can plan for leftovers. You can make extras that night. You can make double and then freeze it. So I know a lot of people like to do that. So you're really only cooking two weeks out of the month and you're freezing the, the final two weeks, all right? So it's really simple. I'll get into more of all of this as the podcast develops. But I just, again, wanted to get you guys started. If you want more one-to-one help, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Email me at tightshipmama at gmail.com or on Instagram, it's at tightshipmama. Facebook, there is also a Tight Ship Mama Facebook page. And I encourage you to follow me on Facebook because it is where I am most active and I tend to have free live Zooms or Q&As. So maybe after this, this podcast airs, I'll do a free Q&A where we can swap recipes, you can exchange ideas. I love hearing ideas from other families, what you're doing. I'm always so, do you remember Oprah used to do that segment what was called what you eating or what's for dinner. I'm fascinated by what people eat for dinner and uh, what they feed their kids. And I love getting new ideas because I do feel like sometimes I'm I'm running out of ideas. Okay. That's what I've got for you today. Um, Please give meal planning a try. I've got videos on YouTube that I can also link below if you like to watch the YouTube um, ideas, that sort of thing. Have a great day and I will see you for the Saturday morning five-minute declutter with me episodes. Share this with a friend and send me your recipe ideas. Send me what you're feeding your kids. I love hearing from you guys. Have a great day.